Balls hanging down. Balls hanging down. Balls hanging down. Popsyndicate.com. Your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions. Breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, comics, books. Popsyndicate.com. Hi, this is Angela Kinsey from NBC's The Office, and you're listening to The Break Room. Raise the roof, what's up? Previously on The Break Room, Mark Hudson Show, Break Room, Breakout Media Network, Mark Hudson. So anyways, I'm standing there waiting to use the paper. Yeah, he was, seriously. And this guy who's on the phone turns around and tips his hat like this. And who do you think that guy was? Emilio Estevez, the Mighty Duck Man. I swear to God, I was there. Of course you were. You were the one who yelled the Breakfast Clever's name. I was like, Emilio! (laughs) 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 So, anyways. You guys want to make out or what? You're a Renaissance man. The crowd loves you. You you managed to stay down to earth. How did you stay? Come on. I mean, the people love you and you're down to earth. How did you stay rooted and grounded? Because my mother would have it no other way. Coming to you live from a very, very hot Dallas, Texas. Right about now, the Breakout Media Network presents the Mark Hudson Podcast Show. (laughs) Faggot. And then you jacked off on each other? Today, who will fill in as a first one for he who can't be mentioned? Which one tree hill star will stop by to say hello and other random crap and drops and stuff? Also starring Dirty Dirty Dustin and your man robotic Charles. Now, a guy who claims to be a diehard cowboy fan, but can name more backstreet boys and members of the cowboy roster, Mark Hudson. Episode 123 is the number to which you are listening. Sure. That's like a, that's old school dogging on Mark. Yeah, that is. It really is. That's an old school intro. I think it's an intro from like two years ago, so. something like that. It's amazing, hey. that, it's amazing that it's still relevant. Yeah. And it's amazing that we've been on the internet that long. That's true. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> we basically make the internet. We do. And it's a good survey. It is. <laughs> As usual. Burn that son of a bitch. So it is uh, November 12th. We're... The whole internet? Uh, almost. Don't burn me. Uh, we're almost to um, okay. Thanksgiving. U.S. holiday. Yes. We'll be having our Thanksgiving spectacular spectacular. We were... Uh, right. I was looking up the other day when I was talking to Mark, and uh, we, I found out that Dirty Dirty was off work uh-huh. for the... Uh, we don't want to say what bank you work for, but for the bank holiday. Uh-huh. And um, I looked up why banks are just randomly closed on, yeah. on federal holidays. Like, why? Why do they automatically get to close on federal holidays? Yeah. Turns out it started in England in, like, 1871. <clears throat> there you Some go. Some dude decided he wanted to be able to play cricket <laughs> more often, so he started bank holidays on the federal holidays. Well, I appreciate him and his cricketness. Yes. So how much cricket did you play? It doesn't say how it got carried over That's to America, but somehow it did, I guess. Well, I appreciate whoever carried that over to the U.S. of A. And that was the most I could find about it. There was, like, no reasons listed anywhere else I could <clears> find <throat> as to why banks are randomly closed all the time. Or why the Fed closes, because yeah. that's why the banks close. So what was your score? Uh, it's 16 to 1. Is that how many crickets you got? I killed six crickets and eight grasshoppers, and we just count that because they look the same. All right. So that's only 14. What were the other no. two? 
Did we see that Jones Soda has made an announcement? Well, they... I don't know if they're doing... They've got the turkey and... The turkey and gravy uh, customized bottle. But I don't see a holiday pack Ooh, on here. I wonder if they're going to sell them in stores. I don't you know. You can just get the customized turkey and gravy. <clears throat> I don't know. That'll suck I'm a little can. worried. I'm a we little worried. get a customized... It sucks you can't just order one customized bottle. You probably have to order like a yeah, 200 pack. It's ordered by the dozen. Yeah. We should order some of those and give them away as prizes. With our with all the three of us on them, a dozen bottles of turkey and gravy. Yeah, it's the break room, break room customized. Yep. That's well, why we give turkey and gravy soda away together because we're the best friends we could be with exactly. you guys. So let's talk to a little, a few of our, and a little of, and few of our God best hates friends. Fags. So here's a voicemail, and surprisingly, I don't think we have any voicemails from one the het. We do have an email. We did. Yeah, I might have deleted it. Yo, break room, it's Nate. I'm not dead. I'm not in the double dead Hall of Fame. Uh, I haven't been around for a while. I uh, just bought a house, and uh, I didn't have, I didn't get my internet and cable and shit hooked up for about six weeks or so. How, so uh, how? It kind of sucked, but uh, I'm back now, and uh, have been catching up on uh, the old shows. Uh, Marcus, I'm sorry they uh, beat you down so bad there on the one episode, <laughs> but uh, it was kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, um, yep, I'm here. I'm alive. Um, just calling to let you guys know that uh, I'm still listening, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Gasoline, high five, out, go, out, go, out. <laughs> Sweet. That was good pacing. Is dude. that our first voicemail from Nate? He's called once before. Has he I think. called once? Yeah, Man. at least once before. We've gotten so many voicemails over the years. <clears throat> it's kind of hard to remember. I know. So many Helmas. So many Helmas. So many Traveling Bears. So many F13s. So many Hets as of late. Yeah. F13 hadn't called in a while. Oh, okay. So here's somebody deleted uh, the Hets email. He said, Break room. I apologize for the awful voicemail that I sent on episode 122. That's a really terrible impression. It is. I was trying to do a bit, and it backfired on me. I thought it would be funny to have a tough steelworker. Oh, he is a steelworker. Look at that. See? I'm so awesome. Playing the, the five gay songs ever recorded. I just held my cell phone up to my boombox, and it sounded <laughs> like crap. It's awesome that he has a boombox, first of all. Who has a boombox? I hope he has is. hammer pants. Of course I he does. I will never do or this. jams. <laughs> of course jams. <laughs> Neon orange, preferably. I will never do this again. I am sorry. By the way, these songs are actually on my iPod, and they are a guilty pleasure of mine. You see, the Het does have a sensitive side. Anyways, have a good week, and I will chalk this up to a learning experience. Your pal, the Het, from Reading, Pennsylvania. All right. It was a good bit, though. Still, you know, decent... Uh, it was terrible quality. Like it was terrible said. quality, but it was a little production value for a show. Hey, that's more than most of our listeners do for us. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, good to hear from him. Great to hear he from at least Nate. showed a little initiative. That's very true. That's true. Listeners, show initiative. Send us your crappy voicemail. Send us your initiative. With terrible audio. Sometimes we need it. We want it. It's a good point. It's a good point. I need it. I need your terrible audio. Ooh. Need it inside you? Put it in my ass. Put it in my ass. (laughs) So here's a voicemail from one Johnny motherfucking M. Kinky. Hello, break room. This is your friend Johnny motherfucking M. Just calling up. On your uh, last episode, you said that Minnesota passed um, a marijuana law of some sort. Well, I can tell you, living in Minnesota, that that is not true. 
MN is the postal code for Minnesota. MI is the postal code for Michigan. Michigan is the um, state that passed the marijuana law, not Minnesota. Thanks, guys. Have fun. Well, I'm very disappointed. I can tell you this. The article I read did not have um, postal codes, state codes. It actually had the state spelled out, and they said Minnesota. Maybe you just can't read. So that's now that's that's true. I can barely read. Well, no, that's read. true. I imagine I, that was a Johnny motherfucking was probably listening to the episode and going, "Oh my god, I had re- did I, I miss something getting passed? <laughs> I'm finally in heaven." <laughs> and then his and then you shattered his dreams. Right. Yep. Hey, dude. <laughs> and here's an unknown. I know. All right. What? <laughs> We've gotten that before, I think. Well, I think we need to hear it again. I think aliens are talking to us. I know. That's an outer space number. <laughs> the winged horse Superman. All right. <laughs> play one more time. Let's something, see if we can see what it says. Something, uh, Aura? The winged horse Superman. Something about an aorta. The winged aorta? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't Helma, so it wasn't Helma. Maybe that was Helma trying to use a the automated um, yeah the automated voice <laughs> the electronic <laughs> Helma. Yeah. They won't listen to me this way. Maybe they'll pick up their fucking Mary Kay with the electronic voice. <laughs> and here's one from Traveling Bear, I believe. Hey, what's up, break room? This is Traveling Bear. Hey, uh, you little champion. Um, yeah. Um, I think yeah, that's yeah. the best freaking idea for like. Uh, well, a possible idea for a possible episode. Um, this weekend I was at home in San Diego and I was like going through all my uh, childhood bedroom stuff and all that and I rediscovered, rediscovered my glorious Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, baby. Um, yeah, and I just went to like a whole bunch of like games, like 50 games or so. I probably have like 50 or more, I don't know. But, um, I don't know if you guys are into video games or not, but um, if you are, and if you guys are in, into, like, classic games, no. like, you know, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, and Genesis, and all that, um, maybe do, like a, like, a list of, like, your favorite video games, like, top five or even top ten or whatever, you know? Um, just an idea. So, yeah, if you guys are in for it, love to hear it. Um, yeah, rock on. Talk to you guys later. Bye. That's probably um, actually a really good idea. Yeah. Traveling Bear went into his closet, found his Nintendo, promptly put on his uh, robe and drove to Las Vegas and married, and married, got married to it. He had to get drunk first. <laughs> I don't know what that was going on in the background. <laughs> I did have a I think car- that was the door flap on the cartridge. Yeah, I did have a cartridge, yeah. cartridge slot. He had to blow on it first. That was him try- he was trying to keep it, get it to, to go down and stay down whenever he's popping the That's cartridge That's what she in. said. <laughs> And, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I think uh, we'd always need ideas, so if you have ideas, send them our way. No. There's another one from Trevor. TB. Hey, guys. Traveling there again. Um, listen, I'm trying to avoid leaving multiple voicemails because, well, my voicemails aren't as awesome. You have failed. Ahead, Why? Um, I mean, it's not as are awesome. But Why? Anyway, I just wanted to weigh in on um, a future uh, review show. Uh, let's see. I, I, I'm going to put my vote in for Dexter, honestly, because that's just the best damn show on TV right now. Um, I've seen one a lot. 
I see some two better, actually. I'm going to disagree with you, Mark. But um, that's okay. Whatever. And uh, season three is shaping up pretty well, in my opinion. So, yeah, if you guys want to keep watching Dexter and weighing in on your opinions on that, it'd be uh, pretty awesome. Season two is probably better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'll see you later. Bye. I like season two just fine. Yeah. I know you were disappointed. I thought well, it was just. Uh, yeah. I thought it was about the same as the first season. It was just as season, entertaining to me. Season one was so. I don't know if perfect's the right word, but it was really, really great. And so you build up this level of expectation, uh, and maybe yeah. I shouldn't have, but I did. And I really was annoyed by Lila. I have to say, she brought the season down for me. You climaxed too early. <laughs> I did. I climaxed. Uh, Look, a man can only have one climax at a time. Uh, so. Uh, but I have to say, season three is is much better than season two, and I think they almost jump. They came close to jumping the shark in season two. I'll just say that. But as far as us reviewing it, Dustin, you've only seen season one, right? Most of season one, I didn't finish it yet. Oh, you were, didn't like it? <clears throat> it's okay. It's just I don't know. I think it's just okay. How far are you into? It? Um, I think I got like three episodes left, maybe. Wow, um, and you're in a holding pattern. Yeah. Damn. I'll get to it. He has it on his uh, DVR. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My HD DVR. Yeah. Um, as far as us covering it, I think it's something we're going to find a show that we all watch consistently. Uh, you know how I know that and you're preferably gay? on the air at the moment. I don't know, rather than on DVD. So I don't know. Let's I don't just know do what the first do. season of Twin Peaks. Let's or something. do John and Kate plus eight. And Mark, you can start watching it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot to review every episode. <laughs> I think I might quit the show at that point. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think we'll probably do the video games list uh, sometime soon. And as far as what we're going to cover in the future, I don't probably know. not. I don't know. I don't know. The video games list would be all right. I could do that pretty quick. If we do that. I'm quitting the show. If we do the video games well, I guess list, you're gonna quit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say uh, modern video games because I don't play that many modern video games anymore. I really I can't don't have the to time. Play modern video games. Yeah, I haven't I know, bought any, like seventy bucks a piece. Well, that and I haven't bought a new system. Finally, only two hundred dollars for a three hundred and sixty. Yeah, that's probably going to break in a year, and you have to pay a hundred dollars to get a new one. Although I did buy a PC game, I bought Command and Conquer Three, but I still I played it for like a week, and then I got busy with work, and I, I think I'm going to buy. I have been thinking. I think I'm going to buy a PC game soon. Yeah, I'm not sure what, but something just because I have this awesome PC that I built. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's built so if I want a game, I can. I it's mostly for porn, it some though. Use, though. Mostly it's for mostly porn. for high, high quality porn. Right. right. And editing, I mean, the, editing like almost, your porn. Almost the, 3D. Yeah, almost 3D. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait till the Microsoft Surface comes out or that hologram that you can touch and shit. Mm. Dave's porn machine will be going full time. <laughs> so, Dustin, <laughs> I believe we have a dirty, dirty dustbin this week. I guess we have a musical menage. It's the, it's the dustbin. You prepared I, it. I, I think we need I don't an know intro. If that's what it's called. I think we need to let people know what segment we're in. Ah! That's all, there we go. That's what did they do with the penis? Have you ever been told it in a sandstorm? That's a good, that's a good uh, surveying. Whiny baby. Who's that's in there? Rip hard. Ass water? He's sweet. He's clean. He's Dustin. Nobody's going to listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. Yes, they will. You they will have some topics to discuss. Why are you so <laughs> Why are you so muffled in that trial? <laughs> I don't know. You say you have some topics to discuss. You say you have some topics to discuss. <laughs> Sounds like you're right up on the mic. That's a good point. All NPR. <laughs> you say you have some music to discuss. 
If we don't pod fade. So we are in the dirty, dirty, sweet, clean, beautiful dust bin. It's a very confusing bin. Man, we haven't used the if we don't pod fade in a long time. We, we really haven't. Fade. If we don't pod fade. <laughs> are we still in danger of pod fading at this point? <laughs> I we think might be. After two years, we're closer to it now. <laughs> And we ever for at the beginning. I think especially some weeks like this week when we had zero topics up until like well, an hour before the show. Too busy with work right you now. Say you have I know. Topics to- <laughs> I know. Wait, no, we Dustin, don't. Why'd you say that, Dustin? Did you say you had training today too? I did. Was it like all day training? Like it me? Was like eight to four. Oh my god. And me, I'm under the gun. Mine constantly. was eight to five. Oh. And we're beating. spent. Yeah, it was. We are spent. I have to say, absolutely. That's Maybe. why we threw together something that. We can just destroy, and we don't actually have to add too much content to. So why don't you tell us, in the dustbin, what we're going to destroy? Okay, well, we always do a different uh, list, usually some random list that we know we're going to hate. Right. Today, I decided What fun to, would it be otherwise? Well, today, I decided to shake it up, because I would say that, uh, at least at one time, we all would agree that we enjoyed the alternative rock music. I would agree with that. So, um, I went on iTunes and picked iTunes top 10 alternative downloaded songs for okay. the week. I'm preparing so, to... I have my destruction hands out. <laughs> so, this is at least in a genre that there's a possibility that we may like okay. something. Fair enough. I think it's the first time we've ever done this. So, I figured I would uh, go ahead and try it. Now, I would also say that between 2008 and, I don't know, 1991 to 94, which would I, it's probably the highlight of uh, alternative rock sometime right. in there, maybe to 96 tops. Mm-hmm. I think the definition of alternative rock has changed a little bit, and I think that really? uh, I think you'll come to see that as we go through. There's some that so is it less rock and just more alternative? Alternative. I yeah. think there's more emphasis on the alternative than, than the, rock. the rock. So yeah. I think rock in its definition. I mean, rock is has been an evolving genre, of course. Rock usually is more traditionally guitar based or mm-hmm. you know guitar and vocals a little harder drums. a little more on the edge even back in the 50s yeah. and 60s i mean for the time it was more on the edge exactly what i see now is as rock <laughs> now is just more poppy sugary bullshit they had a lot like of synthesizer and yeah. other stuff nowadays which i'm, I'm not looking al- at the alternative list on itunes right now yeah. i don't recognize almost any of these bands <laughs> yeah well okay you'll i guess you can read along then because we're going to start with number 10 it's by a band called 303 all right. But the, na- the name of the song is called Want. Bestest, no one knows who you are. Just another girl alone at the bar. She wants to touch me, she wants to love me, she'll never leave me. Woo! 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 This is alternative rock. Okay. This is not alternative rock. This is, I guess, this is like, it's like Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco is not rock. There may be electronic rock. Yeah. There may be, they're more pop rock, though. That's ex- that's very close to Panic Never mind, I was disco. looking at the wrong list. Oh. I do recognize some of these bands. <laughs> well, I was looking at the new releases for the week. Oh, I gotcha. But that's well, not alternative rock. That does it's, not, shouldn't be top ten. It's Good alternative, God. but it's not really alternative even no. anymore because that sounds like a mainstream song to me. Yeah, it's too poppy too. It's so I don't even, I don't even think the alternative label applies. I can't I can't place the band, but it sounds like a complete ripoff of another band, like uh, Panic at the Disco. Maybe, maybe very close. I mean, they're not as emo and let me cut my wrists as Panic at the Disco. Um, but maybe kind of like Fallout Boy also. Yeah, maybe a little Fallout Boy. Yeah, they're just they're too electronic, and I realize alternative. In its very uh, denotation, mm-hmm. just means something different than the norm. But that's well, not even, no that that's too normal. No, I, have to t- <laughs> I have to tell you right now, number four, 
It's a new song that just came out recently. It's god awful, but I love it. Okay. So well, we'll, we'll build up to that, but <laughs> we have that I to just see it on to. the list, and is I'm it? like, oh, sweet, that song's coming up. I love that song. Is it Nickelback? No, no. No, it's not Nickelback. You'll see it. You'll hear it. Uh, moving on to number You'll nine. You'll see it, too. I'll dance, too. Exactly. All right. Number nine is another band I've never Can heard I get of. the webcam out? Yeah. No. We do the Snoopy dance? I have it built into my laptop. Okay. Basically, there's no classic alternative rock bands on here at all. So no, no, no new album, no like Stone Temple No Blind Melon, no STP. No Pearl Jam, no... Pearl Jam? STP, yeah, exactly. Which I just said Stone Temple Pilots. So. Uh, can't really say I'm too sad about that. They probably go into rock anyways. Because uh, supposedly the new uh, Guns N' Roses is like kicking everyone's ass. Chinese oh, democracy, yeah, really? it's like... Out selling tons of copies. Well, you know what? Maybe but it might need, be under rock, though. Maybe we need to review that album next week. It's probably under rock. You know what? That'd probably be a good project because it's only sold to Walmart. It's the le- it's the long awaited like supposedly been in works for ten years. Maybe we need to review that. I'm not even sure the whole album's done. Giant. Let me. I'll examine that. It may just be the single that's out. <clears throat> well, while you examine that, we'll move on to number nine. Sounds good. Uh, it's another band that I've never heard of, and it's more alternative rock, I guess. I guess. Or at least what we're qualifying that as now. Uh, it's by a band called Metro Station, and the name of the song is Shake It. I have heard this. Yeah, I've heard this too. Hearing it before, I've heard it before. It doesn't make it good. It's no. not. It's not good. It's not awful, but it's not good. Um, Pretty generic. It's it just like three hundred three. Side note: is a uh, Chinese Democracy is the number one single in rock. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. And that, that includes bands like Nickelback well. and Gavin Rosdell and Buck Cherry. What so, album was that on? I'm sorry. It's called Chinese Democracy. Yeah. That's the name of the album, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a single, also. I see. But it's the number one single right now in rock. Okay, well, the just album... FYI, listeners. The album was just released on iTunes, so maybe next week... It means we got to buy it on iTunes, but which is unfortunate, but uh, yeah, maybe we'll review that next week. Yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, depending on what yeah. type of music. And if you guys have heard it out there, feel free to call in with your opinions of Chinese Democracy, and we'll compare it to uh, other Guns N' Roses albums. That's the Roses album. Call the break room at 214-329-9827. Don't be a douchebag. Leave a message. That's 214-329-9827. Thank you, F13. I was really on your toes there, dude. Yeah. Way to go. Thanks, man. You get, I've done this a time or two over You know here. what? Uh, 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 in the pod, I can't tell. The Podcasty <laughs> Awards, you should get a potty, if you will, for a board operator. <laughs> I don't know how many shows have a board operator. Yeah, I know. But in the board operator category... I think you should win the award for Drop Master next year. Next year, we're submitting you for for board for Drop Master. Board up, yeah. Oh, I drop Master. That. I like this next song. I'm gonna go ahead and crown you Drop Master now. And I like this next well, band in general. Number eight comes from a band that everyone should recognize. And eight, if yeah. You don't you're a loser. Um, their first releases, I would say, I actually enjoyed. Uh, I actually kind of like this band. I don't know that they would. They're really rock, and especially their new stuff's not really rock. Um, Number eight is the they Killers. Do fit under alternative, though. Yeah, it's the Killers doing. with a song called "Spaceman." Very confusing Spoon? in that it's ranked number eight on iTunes, yet you can't preview it on iTunes because it says it's not available in the United States. So what? I went and found a live version of How's it off of YouTube. So it's it's I just pretty heard terrible. It today on the radio. How's that possible? A little tinny. That's all I could get. 
sounds like the head center now. They also don't sound great live. No. It's like gun looks like a like the Foo Fighters live. That might not be their best presentation. You can't, of song. you can't judge it off of a recording like that. Sure, you can. Yeah. We can judge everything off a recording like that. I do, and I say they're terrible. <laughs> now that's that's probably the closest thing yet. That's the killers. I'm going to say that may be one of the closest thing on the list to alternative. That's alternative. Yeah, I mean, I would say that fits. It's kind of poppy alternative, but a little it's poppy, but it, it fits yeah. in the category. Yes, absolutely. That song, I would say so. Their next, their entry that's coming up, that's really questionable. The killers we'll again? get to it in a minute. Yeah. Uh, number seven is apparently one of Dave's all-time favorite bands. At least that's what we've listed, listed it as on the show before. Mark, can you guess who it is? Dave's One of Dave's favorite bands all-time? Uh, uh, Fall Out Boy? It is. It's Fall Out Boy with a song yeah, called... Way too predictable. I don't care. I actually kind of like the song, not going to lie. Why would you not? It's Fall Boy. <laughs> it doesn't sound that bad. Have you ever given Fall Boy a chance, really? Me? No. no. You should give him a chance. I've never really heard him at all, actually. They're pretty damn good. So, I know they're like the most generic, teeny bop band right now. A, yeah, teeny yeah, emo. They, they're, they're actually talented. So do you do you call? I, I put them in emo. Do you put emo in the alternative category? I think you have to. I think you There's have to. Also, I don't know where else you'd put it. A lot of stuff. I mean, you can't really have an emo category. Separate. But I mean, they're kind. Of, I mean, if you look at the the themes behind alternative music, really, which is rock and alternative, should mostly go together. Most of the songs, a yeah, lot of them, that yeah. could go in the rock category. But alternative was always about. It could also go in the pop category. It also go in the emo. And I think it fits category. better in yeah. the rock alternative than pop. Actually. I agree. I agree. Especially nowadays, pop is basically R and B. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, pop is it shit. It should be rock and alternative and then pop and R&B. Yeah. Yeah. There should be, yeah, R&B, pop R&B, rap, rap R&B, rap It really pop. needs to be kind of like the color wheel where yeah. they all kind of blend into each other. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fade from green to blue or whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Number six is the second entry from The Killers. Uh, this song. Please tell me this isn't a live recording. No. This Thank song's you. actually much bigger uh, than the first one, which was Spaceman. Um, I've actually well, I've heard this song several times on the radio. It's probably because you can't buy Spaceman in America, supposedly. According to iTunes, you can't. Might be why it's bigger. <laughs> uh, number six is the Killers and song called Human. Yes. I'm dancing. You're We're dancer. dancers. We're not humans. We're dancers. I like. I do. I love the killers. I right. love the killers. I've never like had a big erection for them. But I have a huge one right now. <laughs> they put out like an album a year, don't they, or something like that? I don't know. I mean, they, I, don't know about I know they that. released that B side, that B sides album just last yeah, year. That doesn't really count as an album, though. Doesn't it though? It was. It's mostly great. It was pressed into a CD, doesn't though. it? No, it was released I, as I an album. I think it does. Was it not released as an album? It doesn't count. It counts as an album. It doesn't count, you sons of bitches. <laughs> it, it counts. So that's, it's all right. It's, it's not... I mean, I haven't heard that song before, because I don't really listen to, to radio at all, as Ooh. far as uh, Top 40 rock? radio. No, because I listen to... 
either my MP3 player yeah, or you sports, only listen to uh, sports radio. Because you only listen to Flog and Molly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's all the hours a day. <laughs> yes, it's not that a drop kick. Yeah, that, you're wearing their shirt right now. I actually yeah. am. Yes, good point. And their underwear. Yeah. One and, of the band members' underwear, not and their the condom. Underwear. Yeah, it's used underwear, of course. <laughs> and the falling mo- falling Molly's condom, <laughs> and a tampon, <laughs> and the butt plug. Right. I'm all flogging. You totally outfitted out. <laughs> and the ball gag. <laughs> so you're talking pretty good for that. <laughs> oh, I have a throat mic. You can whistle pretty well for having that. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> all right, number five is. I've never heard of this band ever. A band that I've never heard of. It's a completely generic name. Yeah, it's. Not a terrible song from a, the first listen I heard, but and it actually is more rock than a lot of these that have been played. It's called... It better be. The Rock Heroes. Yeah, that's the name of the, the band. song called All Summer Long. She was 17 and she was oh, is this Jesse's Girl? Rock. It was summertime in Northern that's Kid Rock's voice. Is it? Yeah, this is Kid Rock's wow, song. You say he's sampling quite oh, a bit. Oh, I forgot he calls... I think that's messed up. The name of the band. I think the name of the album is Rock Hero or something like that. Oh. It's all right for a sampling type song. I, I don't know. I wouldn't buy it or anything, so, but I feel like, kind of. I don't like it. I feel kind of douchey about it, I but like I kind of like Kid Rock a little bit. I, I don't mean, like him at all. As I say, I don't, I don't really mind that song. It's not great, but it's all right. It's much better than probably anything you'd find on the pop charts. According to this, his last album was Rock and Roll Jesus in 2007. But I kind of like I kind of like Kid Rock. I know he's completely white trash music, and he's kind of generic. But That's a good point. I have to say that song of you, Cheryl Crow, um, I really liked. We should uh, all ball to Jesus the ball into our hearts. The bang, the bang, dicky dicky hell, basically. So you just missed a really good drop right there. Nah, that's okay. I'm sure you get plenty more out of me. The ball good... to the ball, the bang, the bang, dicky dicky. Yeah, that song's all right. I like that song. I it's completely well, it was, it's complete it was white all right trash the first music. few times I heard it, but that really beat me. down. What was the name of that song? Um, I can't remember now. All right. All summer long. By Someone Rock call Heroes. in. No, no yeah. not not the one we just played, right? Yeah, the one we just played. Oh yeah, all summer long. Yeah, that's not in his rock and roll Jesus list. So, anyways, uh, anyway. let's go on to number four. Dave's favorite all time song. Number four. Um, I remember the big song by this band a few years ago, and I remember it beating the shit out of me. Um, but anyway. It's the All American Rejects is the name of the band. Is that the little black backpack? That was the swing, 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 or whatever. I hate that song. Uh, And this one uh, isn't much better, in my opinion. It's called "Give You Hell." A little darker. All right, the I was about to say that song was kind of lame, but the chorus is all right. It's got the chorus a, is really catchy. Yeah, they they tend to. It's kind of generic though. Kind of I mean, generic poppy. There you go. Oh, I hate this fucking song. Uh, the the chorus is all right. Yeah, the rest of the song is kind of generic, but uh, I'll give them that. I was about to say that song should not be number four. No, it should not be number four. If, and Dave, why weren't you dancing? You're supposed to be in the webcam at yeah, that you're, point. You promised dance moves. You're too focused on your laptop over there. I'm researching a. Uh... Rock Heroes. Oh, get back with us. It looks like it's on. It says on iTunes it's a 
it's released as a salute to Kid Rock. I think it's a salute I think to Kid Rock. A, uh, it looks like it's um, versions of his new album, songs off his new album. Uh, yeah, okay. and there's a couple of comments on here that says he does not want his album released on iTunes because uh, he doesn't want people to just buy singles. He wants them to buy the whole album. I hate it when people. So do that. this yeah. looks like maybe some way iTunes got around that. Fuck you, Kid Rock. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I'm it glad. sounds just like Kid Rock though. Well, it's him singing. I think it's remixes. Uh, so oh, but how do you get away with that though? You think he's not that? Oh well, probably the record company's letting iTunes do it, whether Kid Rock wants to yeah, or not. That's, that's a good serving and a good point. Okay, number three. Another band I haven't ever heard of. Um, don't have anything to say about it because I've only heard it once. And I don't remember what it sounds like. So, who is this? Uh, it's a band called Secondhand Serenade and a song called I've Never Heard of Me Either. A Twist in My Story. Here I am. Faggot. I hate that band, Secondhand Serenade. You've heard of them before? It's the first time I've ever even heard of them. Lauren likes them. They play it on, they play them on a... Whatever she listens to in the morning while she's getting ready for work, I've heard it before. Kid, uh... Kid Craddock, whatever, 106. Blowhards. Kiss oh, FM, I think maybe it's so horrible, dude. It's awful. Any of those? I hate those bands with the whiny lead singer. That's, that's just like barely, and that's like as whiny words. as you can fucking get. What was yeah. that song last year that was real big? Oh, hey there, Delilah. That was better than this. That's better than this. I fucking hate that song this song. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, that song is awful. That's like One Republic being in the top ten. That's just. Terrible. One Republic was better than this. One Republic's better than that. I don't know. One Republic is pretty fucking boring. They're a pretty terrible band, but well, that's that's pretty. Apologize bad wasn't that bad. Apologize is pretty awful, but it was better than Swing Swing. Uh, uh, ooh. <laughs> number two, I think we'll all agree, is actually not a bad entry. Can't believe it's still number two at this point. All right, but uh, let's see. It's Coldplay with I'm sure you can guess the name of the uh, song. Yes. Viva La Vida Loca. Got a little staying power. A little bit. Because I'm pretty sure that was number seven like three months ago when we did this last time. <laughs> this is not the strongest track on the CD. Once they release once they release the last song as a single, it'll be insane. Their best their best track is an alternative. What? Is an alternative to their uh, one of their tracks. They have a song called Lost. They have a, two versions of it. Is it about the album? They have one with an exclamation point, one with a question mark. And the one with the question mark is awesome. Is it about the show? Yeah, man. The uh, no, it's nothing like that. Once, like once they release the the last track on their new album, it'll be giant. I think it's Lost really, is better. Really good. I've heard the new album. I actually have it. That, I love that last ooh, track. Scoreboard. I, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. Can't remember either. Coppola albums. It's called uh, Coppola albums. <laughs> Coppola. Uh, Death, and all, Death and all his friends. It's a pretty good song, but it, it's weird because the the alternative version of Lost isn't actually. A readily available track on the on the album, you have to find it some weird ass way. It's not like way past the last song or anything like that. So I don't even know how you get it. I got it off iTunes, so I don't know. But anyway, they should have made that the regular version, in my opinion, because it's more of a orchestral instrumental version. You should check that out if you haven't. 
Okay, here I have a little update on Kid Rock's situation. You do? Okay. Breaking indie news now. The Rock Heroes are a cover band who have covered all of Kid Rock's music for an album called A Salute to Kid Rock. Ah. So was a cover. Now, 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 now. Well, he sounds just like And him. they have it on iTunes, and I guess Kid Rock doesn't want his songs on iTunes. No. So you can't get the real version. <laughs> Fuck you, Kid Rock. Get it with Modern Times. Oh, well. We got the alternative one, which is probably better than his anyway. Number one... Yet again, I'm going to have to say another song I haven't heard of, uh, or another band I haven't heard of, or if I have, it's, it was totally forgettable. Uh, the name of the band is Kings of Leon. Heard them? I've heard of this heard band. Of I haven't really heard them, I don't think. name I of the song know. is Sex on Fire, a.k.a. Sounds painful. Ain't that great. A.k.a. Herp. bad it's not ain't, awesome but ain't it's not that, that great bad. not number one worthy no this band was the or they have been the the darlings of the indie crowd for a long time for probably three to four years hmm. and of course now that they're getting big of course all the indie the uh, indie stirs are all leaving <clears> their <throat> mind oh they're terrible terrible well i never liked them so i'm allowed to say that. i don't know they're not that great i i guess <laughs> from what i've heard on this list that's should probably be up there I mean, Coldplay should probably be still number one, but or maybe The Killers or maybe something else we heard, but I don't know. It's don't a know, pretty shitty list all around. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you have to put it that... It had a couple of decent songs on it. it. It's a better list than we've had with a lot of the other shit, but... We're getting a little lo-fi here. Okay. Have to that up on the MacBook Pro there. I ate them all. I think the intro's just too quiet. Okay. Well, anyway... So that's it for me. So I would out. say another terrible out, list no, out, from out, America. Out, out. America, you're the one that puts these lists together by buying tracks. Stop it. Stop buying better. Why or do start you buy buying, this shit? Start buying better music. Start. It's like the head all over again. <laughs> that's worse than the live track I recorded. <laughs> okay, what do we got coming up on the other side of the break, Mark? Well, next week, just as a reminder, if you want to go buy Chinese democracy and weigh with your opinion, give us a call. We will have that for next week, our review of it. I can't promise you that. <laughs> no, we can't promise it, but maybe. I will buy it, and I will distribute it amongst them. If they don't review it, then I, I will. I promise I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it within the week. Uh, okay, on the other side of the break, I do believe we have another edition of the Double Dead Hall of Fame. All right. <laughs> Who died? A lot of people died. Sweet. You'll find out. Coming up next. I love death. Go death. You're listening to The Break Room. That's a good, uh, that's a good surveying. Do not actually talk. Go. 
cool. It's time for the Break Room's Double Dead Hall of Fame. Dead! Dead! So here we are at the construction site, the future construction site of the Double Dead Hall of Fame in beautiful the Richardson, tender Texas. background for this segment? <laughs> well, it is... I like that. It's a very sympathetic segment. It's not the whole song. Oh, that sucks. Now, the uh, the Double Dead is not yet fully constructed. We're still working on that. Still sketching out blueprints, so you can't find it online just yet. But We'll get there eventually. So we have five contenders for the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Sixteen. Um, one late breaking, so let's get to that first. Uh-oh. This happened just today. Breaking indie news now. Why is it always uh, indie news? I don't know. Breaking indie news now. Now, now, now. Because at one time he was an indie musician. Ah. That would be John Mitch Mitchell. <laughs> Died today, November 12, 2008. He was an English drummer. That is today's date, Mark. Had a big floppy hat and was also the drummer for the Jimmy Hendrix Experience. Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix? Jimmy <laughs> Hendrix. And the Jimmy Hendrix Experience. He worked on the songs we... like uh, Voodoo Child, Fire, Third Stone from the Sun, Manic Depression, Black. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all you can say about him. I'm sure there's other things, but uh, pretty, I'm not going to say uh, Pretty... Salty credentials. Uh, just playing with Jimi Hendrix, I would say, is pretty salty. Yeah. So I have, I have heard of Jimi Hendrix. I have heard of him. Who? Black. Ah, okay, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, apparently, like he was the was pioneer sold. of fusion-style drumming. So really? if that tells you anything. Oh, wow. He basically what fu- you know, fusion jazz yes. m- melds. For those who don't know, melds jazz and rock. So he did the same it's thing. It's when you melt two genres together. Right. It's like how uh, we meld internet and radio. Right. Into podcasting. Yes. We don't always listen to internet radio. <laughs> but when we do, we listen to The Breaker. That's a good point. Uh, so, Dustin, what say you for Mitch Mitchell of the Jimi Hendrix Experience? And the Jimi Hendrix Experience. <laughs> I don't know which one I'm voting for, but I would say both of them are in. Both are in. I well, Dave, you go next on this one. I'm going to say that Mitch Mitchell is out because I never heard of him. So it's down to me. I, it is down to you. But he's been now, on some very popular songs. Sure, he, he has. And he's been fusion, fusion. But no, I hate he, fusion. Can you so. scroll back up to his intro name on here? I had re- I had John Mitch Mitchell. Now I have to let him in because his <clears> nickname <throat> is Mitch, and his last name is Mitchell. That is an awesome reason. That doesn't really make sense. Doesn't matter. He's in. John Mitch Mitchell. John Mitch Mitchell, you died today, and you are now in the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Your autopsy corpse probably isn't even in there yet. Right. But you're there with Richard Wright. We have to go steal a corpse and bring it to the Hall of Fame. (laughs) We have to go down the county and steal it. Let's do it. Next up on the Double Dead Hall of Fame is the... uh, Can you go back and... Where did he die? Where's the last place he lived? I don't know. Doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm asking you. Yes, you can look. He died in Portland, Oregon. Ah, another scoreboard. Another reason to put him in. There you go. That's why Dustin really wants. Great city to die in. He was born in Ealing, Middlesex, England. He died from over drug use in Portland. Of over over liberalism. Mm-hmm. It's uh, too liberal. I can't take it. Oh, my heart. <laughs> Next up is Studs Turkle. An American historian, radio talk show host, and Pulitzer Prize-winning cool author if you're died at the age of 96 years young. What's a Pulitzer? Pulitzer. Oh. Pulitzer. And a Pulitzer. Uh, he was famous for his World War II uh, his- histories, uh, specifically the Good War. And Giant in 1970, he published Hard Times, an oral history of the Great Depression. 
and he also had Anal. his own memoirs, which Anal. were published last year, called Touch and Go. Uh, personally, I had never heard, <laughs> I'd never heard of the guy until last year or until last week, excuse me, when I listened to This American Life and they had one of his pieces from, uh, the oh, history of the Great Depression this on. This week on This so, American Life. Touch and Go and they had one of his pieces? All right. On t- his Touch and Go pieces. I'm talking about Studs Turkle. <laughs> We're going to hear about the Great Depression. The Pulitzer Prize winning, uh, the author. Pulitzer Prize and guitar player for the Jimmy Henders experience. <laughs> Up next, Think. <laughs> And then, wait, wait, don't tell me. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that Studs, that Studs Turkle <laughs> is out, because I'd never heard of him until last week. Even though he produced a good surveying with the Depression Party. I'm going to say he's out. Never heard of you, All Studs. Right. Um, Even though you have an awesome name like Studs. I'm going to say Studs Turkle is in. Oh. Because he has an awesome photo on Wikipedia, <laughs> and it's taken at a rally supporting healthcare for all. Is that the thing from Fred Penner's place? So want? I say he's in. Not relevant. Not relevant electronic It puts game. them in. It puts them into it's me. It's really not. It's really not. <clears throat> no, what you're saying is relevant. Cool. Thank you. So, Dustin, it is down to you. Does Studs Turkle get into the Hall of Fame, or is he kicked out of the Hall of Fame with his double-dead, dirty corpse rolling down the stairs? Can someone tell me what that is below his chin? That would be a microphone. microphone. Is that a microphone? Yes. That's a microphone. What did you think? It was a cock? I couldn't really tell. Or it looked, it's one of his pieces. It looked like, it's one of his touch <laughs> One pieces. of his touch and goes. It looked like something wrapped around his neck, hanging off of him. It's Maybe a, it's a cancer it's, kazoo. It kind of looks like the uh, the microphone that he kind of looks like from here, that picture, like uh, the one philo- philosopher guy that talks like ass. With his cancer kazoo? With his, no, with his computer talking. Oh, Stephen Hawking? Yeah, Stephen true. Hawking seems he like kind a of, cool If you look guy. from over here, he kind of looks like Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking seems like a cool guy. He's all kind of hunched over over the microphone. Because he's old. I love how nerdy you sound in that, too. Stephen Hawking seems like a cool guy. <laughs> Not just because of the words you're saying, but the noise also. <laughs> and you said that's true. Seems like a cool guy. <laughs> well, actually, that's Stephen true. Hawking seems like a cool guy. So, Dustin, what do you he's say? my hero. <laughs> what do you say about that He's such a cool guy. He's, eh. a, he's the smartest guy ever. Eh. Like anyone could ever know that. <laughs> he cool died guy. in Chicago, Illinois. Cool guy. <laughs> Good God. Dustin. I'll say he's in because he's a cool guy, too. Because <laughs> it made you wow. laugh that much? <laughs> That's two people in. Sweet. Double Dead is getting full this week. It is. A cool guy. We're going to have to build an extension already. Also dying, well, last week was... They're going to have to move to bunk beds. <laughs> We're filling we can, up that we building double fast. capacity. <laughs> Madeline Toot Dunham, the grandmother of our next George American Dunham? president, maybe. <laughs> the grandmother of Barack, Barack Hussein Obama. The cool guy. Madeline Toot Dunham. In. Uh, she was born in 1922. We can't, can't put her in yet. <laughs> Um, she apparently was a big influence on Barack Hussein Obama. Can I now? Oh, <laughs> good God. <laughs> uh, she died peacefully in her apartment. That's, that's and, over the top, Mark. Uh, she helped to raise Barack Can Hussein Can you calm your Obama liberal loins? Just for the time he was 10 years old. In. I'm going to say she's out because she had the name Toot. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Why Dave, hate America? Dave, what do you say? Look, if you have the name Toot, you cannot have. You cannot that makes her even dead. more awesome. Are there no. any black ones? I'm sorry, you can't. And in if you're related to George Dunham, you cannot. I say in because she is related to George Dunham and Barack Obama, and her name is Toot. That's because all three reasons are positive. So, Dustin, in. it's down to you again. Does Toot get in? Do we let a Toot 
in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to have to say in go in. Wow. With the influence uh, yes. with, with what ended up happening. Uh, the fact that she raised George Dunham. She raised the <laughs> president-elect. She raised the president-elect and, and a radio broadcaster. And one of the, and the, voice of the most popular radio broadcasters in Dallas. Exactly. That's wow. A, that's a good twofer. We are three for three in this week. And a uh, what? what's the prize that they won for radio? Anal. A Marconi? <laughs> a Marconi award-winning uh, radio personality. There you go. So Toot is in. So can we go five for five? Let it go, Toots. Now maybe. <laughs> now wait, who's in? Who's in? Ah, <laughs> you got it. Okay. Maybe that person will be handling up on Gerard Damiano. We're gonna be. We're we're now on the watch list just yeah. by talking about That's this true. subject. Just by talking about Toot. Yep. We mentioned uh, Brock's name. We're gonna be on the watch list. And, Gerard, and you mentioned his middle name. We were so already really on the we list. were already questionable before mentioning that. <laughs> Just having the podcast. If they knew how liberal you were, we wouldn't be on the li- we wouldn't be on the list. How That's much you love them with the new administration? Yep, that's true. You're in, you're in heaven now. Up next is Gerard Damiano, the director of Deep Throat, one King. of the most popular porn films of all time, possibly the tool. most popular porn films of all time. It uh, shot. It was shot. It, what uh, shot its wad in just six days for twenty five thousand? I. I and made millions and bajillions of dollars. There, if, need, why can't we have that kind of success? Well, we need to short, shoot a porn film. Remember, you have your PC for editing. You've oh, never seen a lesbian lick, lick a dill. Uh, this, of course, was the inspiration for Is the Woodward's and Bernstein um, informant for the Nixon administration. Oh, wow. This is a Mac, not a PC. Not that wasn't, no, but <laughs> the movie was, I should say. Dude. On a side note, what I hate that about the Mac commercials. What? Hello, I hate I'm that a Mac, they and I'm a PC. That they are calling it a PC. A Mac is a PC. I know. It just stands for personal computer. Hello, I'm a Mac. It drives me insane. And I'm a Windows. Hello, I'm a Mac. And especially and since Macs can run Windows now, they created Boot Camp just so they could run it. It's true. It's so stupid. <laughs> and Macs so much suck so much more. Oh my god, so <clears> dumb. <throat> okay, back to the double. Sucking back to the double. I'm sorry. So, Dave, I've had that right in my head for a what while. do you say about the one? Why don't you let me go first for once? No. Dustin, what Fuck do you, you say guys. about one of the most legendary porn directors of all time? Gerard Damiano died at 80 of porn. Out, go, out, out, go, out. He's out. He died at 80 of deep throating. Yeah. Dave, what say he you? should have known better than to do that at that age. I say out due to the fact that I've never heard of him, but I've heard of the movie. Oh, fuck that. And... Shouldn't he be in the From the clips I've seen of the movie, it's highly overrated. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. I guess I don't get Gasoline. to vote. Then. You can vote. It just All won't right. matter. All I was right. Gonna say out anyway. Okay. <laughs> sweet. A unanimous out. He is not awesome enough. Out. So, go, out. So he's not far, even out, close go, to awesome go, enough. Go. Out. He's not even a third awesome enough. Can All we right. go four for five? Let's see. Our the last contestant room. on this Double Dead Hall of Fame edition. Have to vote on this. Is one Michael on. Jurassic Park Crichton. Breaking the news now. Now, 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 now. I don't know. It's been a while. He's been dead. Probably not breaking news. It's not exactly breaking news, but he <laughs> was, of course, the author of Jurassic Park. Congo. Congo. Andromeda Strain. The Sphere. Timeline. ER. Do we, have, um, do we seriously have to vote on this? Uh, the Timeline. Terrible Ben Affleck uh, Christmas movie. Um... Not and a, stuff. A bazillion books. A lot <laughs> of them. 
He had its own dinosaur. A Kazillion. It was an ankylosaur that was named for him, the Crichtonosaurus bolini. Whoa. Yeah. If you have your own dinosaur, is it really any question? I mean, if I had a dinosaur, I would be in the Hall of Fame. Instantly. Well, I don't think you would. I would, because I'm Mark Hudson Show. Douche! You actually can't get in. It's a conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah. We talked to HR about it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to go kill myself now. Your double dead self can't vote yourself in. Uh, let's see. He was apparently he apparently died of cancer. Unfortunately, oh. in a private battle, he was sixty six years yeah, old. I had no idea he was sick at all. Like that was nobody. They did. kept it really. That's why they called though. it a private battle. Like, well, you like kind of knew Paul Newman was going to die. You kind of knew I about didn't. that, even though he I didn't talk he about it a lot. It was still kind of out there. It got out there. I had no idea he was even sick. Yeah, that's true. Me neither. I, I check, I check his MichaelCrichtonSick.com every day, and I never had any news. <laughs> his MichaelCrichtonSick.com. Yeah, that's the every full day. <laughs> The yeah. question is, is will he make a reappearance at the end of this last season of ER like Dr. Green did this Thursday <laughs> on ER? His double-dead corpse will come in. <laughs> the burnings him, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Carry him around uh, County General, whatever that hospital is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know who did make an appearance? ER side note. Pete from Smallville. Did he really? Yeah. Look at him having a... Look at him coming on to the last three episodes of a series. (laughs) Did all of a sudden the the effects used for the people being hurt look terrible? Exactly. (laughs) All of a sudden, instead of actually having a cut, like a makeup done cut, it's all CG cut It's all bad CG. It's like kind of moving around a little bit. He flew in, too. He got (laughs) got the Superman powers. And Dr. Crichton died. Someone someone disintegrated. (laughs) Exactly. So Which they have double dead Michael Crichton with just like a <laughs> CG mouth talking. <laughs> so what was your favorite Michael Crichton work? Or as they're as they're burnishing him, they have the little fake legs like they did in the Family Guy episode. Anyway, my favorite—I uh, don't know—it could be Jurassic Park. For me, Jurassic Park was my favorite <laughs> book of his. Maybe it was, it, was, it was my first one I ever read. It was one of the better done ones, actually. Not that he was a bad writer in the other ones, but I think Jurassic Park kind of stood out a little bit. Because he mixed the geeky scientific side of it into the story, and it was actually interesting. So, I thought he was really good at that. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I, I Yeah, definitely. I, I did see... I never read Not Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic <laughs> no. I did read Lost World, and Lost World as a sequel was obviously written for a payday. It was yeah. a terrible book. It was a terrible movie. Um, I didn't think it was a terrible movie, yeah, but it wasn't that I watched, great. I was watching Jurassic Park. The, I watched all three of them like about a month ago. Yeah, one is obviously the best. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, just rewatching it is so good. Yeah. Jurassic Park three wasn't bad actually. I yeah, mean, no, for a one off movie, none of them are terrible. But yeah. one is just such a great movie. That's all I mean. I don't say two is awesome, but it's not. That, it's, it's not come terrible. On. The gymnastics scene. I didn't say it was awesome. She's fighting I said, raptors with gymnastics. I said it wasn't awesome. I just said it wasn't terrible. There's that, a lot of stuff way worse than that. And that, by the way, not in the book. Yeah. Um, I did see the Andromeda Strain uh, TV movie that came on Annie. I guess this last year. Not I good. See it, though. It's it wasn't not that good. great. The TV out. movie's not very. It's good. all right, but it wasn't. It wasn't awesome. Um, Congo the movie wasn't that great either. I never saw Congo. The book was actually a lot better. That's what I hear. Timeline uh, I heard was terrible in both versions, but I haven't read the it. The book or... was okay. It was slightly better than Lost World. Who's in Timeline? Uh, the title's uh, familiar. Paul, 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 Paul Newman, the Ninja Turtle? Paul Walker? Paul Walker. Oh, no, I never saw it. Yeah, I never saw the movie. I read the book, but... Yeah. Um, I say Michael Crichton is in. Well, no question. Possibly the in. most prominent member ever. In. He, well, Paul Newman's probably more prominent, but he's That's number two. That's a good point. 
There were yeah, two. they're right up there. He's the most prominent can, in our in our writer's wing. He's the most prominent. He's the only they one. Can, they well, can <laughs> no Studs Turkle is in there also. <laughs> That's true. Paul Newman can sit on the throne and he can sit in his lap. Studs Turkle can sit in his lap? <laughs> no, Michael Crichton. I think Studs Turkle could. They can play chess together and look down at everybody and <laughs> exactly. just kind of chuckle to themselves at how lame they, all the other people are. <laughs> so there you go. Why are we in this lame double dead <laughs> Hall of Fame? <laughs> Why aren't we in heaven? <laughs> Why aren't we in the triple dead? <laughs> Why are we stuck here with Toot? <laughs> and Sparrow so, Singers of sorts. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh... Michael Crichton, Studs Turkle, and Toot, and we uh, all got in this week. Dead, double, dead. Uh, well, on the other side of the break, of course, we have another edition of Shield Talk. The break room. I think this You're one is listening to. Oh, it's called something. Out oh, Petty cash. Petty cash. You're listening to the break room. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. You can put it in your ass, baby. No, McDonald's. For you parents who don't speak Klingonese, he's saying people of Earth unite and bring yum, your yum. kids to McDonald's for a Star Trek meal. That's a regular hamburger, fries, soft drink, a McDonald's and cookie sampler, and a Star Trek prize. Oh, he has five different boxes based on Star Trek, the motion picture, action scenes, jokes, games. He says, take it from a father who knows. His kids love him. McDonald's Star Trek meal available for your kids now. Hey, everybody, it's F-13. You know, you might not realize it, but I've got a pretty long history with the break room. Hey, fellas, it's F-13. Uh, yeah, Marcus, this is F-13. And then she wouldn't even remember it. Exactly. That is an excellent point. Out, go out. (laughs) Out, go out, go out, gasoline, high five. Out, out, go out, out, go out, out, go out, 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 go, go out, out, out. I do my own show now called Cinema Diabolica. Check us out for all of your horror and underground cult movie needs at cinemadiabolica.com. Out, go out, go out, gasoline, high five. Which library do you all go to? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well. That's the most random thing ever. (laughs) I like all the questions, though. Even if it's mine. What's the significance of telling us that anyway? What's the beginning of that? What's the yeah. significance? Me. <laughs> What's the <Yeah>. significance? <laughs> What's the yeah. significance of? Te- uh. War chant. War chant. You discretion advised. This week on the shield. Week 11. It is the episode known as Petty Cash, written by Charles H. Egley and Jamil, or Jamal Turner. Directed oh. by Craig Brewer. Episode 7. Conran agrees to be Vic and Shane's go-between, and also agrees to cooperate with Claudette and Dutch, as she does so. Meanwhile, <laughs> Vic comes to an understanding with Aceveda, while he seeks one out with Olivia. We're almost done. Claudette assigns Ronnie to work with Julian in order to investigate the murder of a high school football star. This keeps Ronnie out of the barn, resulting in him being <coughs> able to intercept the letter <coughs> Shane sent to Claudette, derailing one of the strike team's sins. Oh, yeah! Can we turn the background music down just a little bit? You can hear it? Yeah. I barely even hear it. You barely have any ears, though. No. You can hear this, the uh, high-pitched frequency earlier, either. 
Perhaps you should go with the, go with the left ear, right ear test. Is that too loud? Is, um, that, is that good for your sense of ears? That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So, let's give the... Now we're going to the three-minute recap. Let's give the 30-minute recap of what <laughs> happened on the shield. <laughs> was that three minutes? That was like three seconds. That was, yeah. Let's run it down for us, Dave. Break it down. Break uh, it down, homie stop. What happened on the shield? <laughs> Whoa. That did not happen in the shield? Um, it starts off with Vic. Previously uh, on the shield. starts off with this... Your discretion advised. Vic trying to get his money. He's trying to come up with some money to give Shane. Cha-ching! Um, so he decides he's going to do that by trying to set up the Armenians with the blacks to do drug deals. Uh, that would be the black Mexicans, not the Armenians. Oh, is that, is that what it is? Yeah, uh, Armenians are I know, I know people with black hair are confusing to you. He's, black. he's trying to set the Mexicans up with the right. blacks to do drug black. deals. Armenians are dead. All of them. And um, black. black body only. So he's setting that up. He sets it up for like two hundred grand, and then he's going to only give a hundred grand to the other guy, so that right. he can keep a hundred grand and give to Shane <clears throat> via Corinne. Yes, he tries to get Corinne to help him drop it off, which Corinne is in cahoots with Claudette now. Nice use of cahoots. Yes, and um, good thank restaurant. You. Thank you. It's a good serving. <laughs> it is um, good restaurant too. And, uh, <laughs> so she's working with them. No one knows that she's all she's all nervous Tom, about it. Thomas the Tank does. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, a good point. He got hand raped there. Oh. <laughs> are you serious? I'll be a little too personal. <laughs> but are you serious? Um, he doesn't mind. <laughs> He's never going to know. He never listens. By the way, <laughs> just to the side, oh. sorry to interrupt. Uh-oh. If you're watching UFC, UFC this weekend, UFC? Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine will be on UFC this weekend. <laughs> fighting. That's true, he will. Ryan the um. Tank Engine Thomas is actually his name. <laughs> When did it become white collar to wipe your ass and tear it the shit up? Oh, okay. Okay. So there, there's our UFC champion. Let's hope he wins. Look at those quotes. Well, unfortunately, he won't be on the TV show, I don't think. I hope uh, they play our rape rape He'll thing. be on the undercard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, be prepared for that. That's all the intro is, is just rape <laughs> rape. <laughs> he comes out to his intro. That would be awesome. Um. <laughs> Listen for this this weekend. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. <laughs> That'd be kind of a cool intro to come out to. (laughs) (laughs) The best pound for pound fighter in his division. (laughs) That's an interesting side hobby. I can see him coming out. He's got his gloves on, his his hoodie pulled over. Oh, yeah. He's sitting right. up there just jumping around, oh, getting yeah. the Vaseline put on his yeah, face, you know, just so excited. all hyped up. The tank his rape kit. Have your tickets ready, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Have your tickets ready, that assholes. That would be awesome. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, back, back to, to the, the show. show. I lost my train of thought. Um, so Claudette <laughs> is trying to catch Vic, giving, aiding and abetting Shane. Right. She wants to catch Shane, but more she wants to catch Vic. She hates Vic yes. with a passion. And so, always has, really. So she's planning an undercover thing with um, to try and catch him giving the money to Shane. With Dutch? Yes. And Julian, of course, is later on in the episode, goes in with yeah. it as well. She trusts Julian with the info and gets him to help her she's with She's like, it. I don't know if you can do this against your old strike team buddies. Well, like, they were never, yeah, they were never really, really like his them. buddies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's St. Julian, anyways. It's like, I kind of have hated them since the beginning of the show. I kind of hated them since I found that stuff out about Vic in season one, and then he found out I was gay and used that against me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just went ahead and joined the team anyways, and we pretty much ditched my whole storyline, yeah. and I have very little character development these days. So Shane doesn't have any money, so he's trying to get some money also, because right. he's never planning on going to get... <clears throat> he's never planning to go get the money from right. Vic. Yeah. He's trying to set Vic up so that Vic will just show up with the money, and Claude, he knows Claudette will be there. Yeah. To catch him, and Shane will never be there. Exactly. So that'll get Vic off his back. And meanwhile, of course, Ronnie was out uh, on a case with Julian and trying to intercept that letter in the meantime. Yes. The letter and that Vic sent from the last episode. Well, Shane. Shane sent. Shane, the Shane sent from the last episode with one of Vic's Supposed sins. sins. Yeah. Well, supposedly with Ronnie, too. Yeah, so, so one of their things he's confessing <clears throat> to or whatever. But he uh, intercepts it, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, he gets Billings standard. Well, he tries to get Billings at first to do it, and Billings is incompetent as ever. So. Yeah, but Ronnie actually ends up intercepting it. Billings is too busy eating a sushi. Right. It just says, fuck you, Ronnie, basically. It says, yeah, you've been punked or something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was going on. Which I love that he knows Vic isn't going to intercept it. He knows Ronnie will. Yeah. Like, well, he knows Ronnie's his lackey enough that he'll be the one that reads it. Yeah. I wonder if he knows Vic quit. I think he knows. Yeah, so he might know that Vic's That's not true. even there That's to get it I anyway. I thought about that. I just kind of assumed he would assume Vic would have Ronnie do it for him. Of course, we have to talk about uh, at the drop site where Corinne was. Um, Ronnie, actually, being the lackey he is, brings the money. Well, it's and, because uh, Vic is kind of sidetracked. He went, He goes to deliver the money, or he gets the money from yeah. the the black cartel yeah and uh is planning to go take it to the park to make the drop off but the mexican assault team says hey you need to go see the boss the new corporal guy whatever his name is so he well, calls like, ronnie he well, leaves and, in the gas station. and they're like you we have to escort you with the money yeah. to make sure he gets it yeah so he leaves the hundred thousand so he stops at the gas station hand. yeah he stops at the gas station yeah yeah puts it into like a lunch box or something one of those water cooler lunch box things yeah, yeah. And chunks it in trash shoves can. it in the bottom of the trash Ronnie. can and tells Ronnie to come pick yeah. it up. Well, anyway, being the lackey that Ronnie is, he does that and goes by, um, and he gets caught on tape. Yeah, so by they Claudette don't, and Dutch. they don't bust him, but now they know for sure he's he's part guilty. Of it. Yeah, involved. so well, they have audio proof that he yeah. was going to be there for the drop, so he's yeah. on his way to getting indicted if he hangs around. Right. And Julian wants to bust him because he yeah. just wants to bust somebody. Exactly. But Cla- oh, I mean uh, Dutch wants to bust him. Yeah. yeah. But Claudette, Claudette holds him off. Yeah, yeah, says we can bust him anytime. We've got him on tape now. Yeah, exactly. And Dutch she goes only ahead. wants Vic. Well, Dutch goes ahead and proceeds with the paperwork to <clears throat> have him arrested. Eventually. Exactly. Or at least with well, the have charges. him indicted. Yeah, have him indicted. Yeah. Um, uh, but we also have uh, Shane's trying to get money, mm-hmm. so he is uh, trying to come up with ways to get money. And what was the first way he had that didn't work? Suck any semen Like he was going to be able to get uh, ten grand or something. And he was nothing. trying to go into a uh, stash house or something. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. He tried yeah. to take down a stash house that was already being cleaned out by the cops. Exactly. The second one, he basically decides he and Mara. Mara lets him on to the fact that a lot of real estate companies have cashiers' checks for first month's deposits on like the one that she used to work at. Right, and actually, I think that was the one she used to work. It at. is because yeah, she knew yeah, the combination. Yeah. So. They decide to bust in, and rather than have Mar just walk in where the custodial staff knows her, like Which they mentioned is in the retarded. show, yeah. Shane decides, "Oh, I can't put you in that danger. Let me walk in with a gun, threaten all up. the staff, and then I can't figure out how to open up a goddamn safe." Oh, I thought you meant that it would be retarded for Mar to go in because I think that would have no. been a better plan. No, that was yeah. Oh, that, yeah, it's retarded that Shane decided he's going to go in, yeah. and cause that's, a big ruckus. That's what's going to get them caught because they're going to recognize her. Well, and I guess the dude called nine one one or something. Yeah. I don't know. It showed them pointing to the phone, but 
Then when they came back, the phone was not. That's what I was hung thinking. Up. I was like, "Come yeah. on, you guys had like two minutes to dial nine one." I assume he dialed it. While I'm sure they on, and it will get back to it. Or they at least did when they left. Yeah, yeah. I, and then they know Mara, so they can say, you know, whatever who it was. I don't know. It, I, to me, that was the epitome of filler in the show. That was a stupid plot. Oh, point. I didn't think did that was the epitome of filler. I thought the epitome of filler was. Julian and the stupid football player storyline. That, well, okay, that is the epitome of filler. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying for their for their story, Shane's line, has something to do with something. They're yeah, it has something to do with the main story. They're trying to get yeah. money so they can leave the country. But that was an yeah. illogical action. Julian's was the most retarded piece of shit. Yeah. that has been it may not have been a logical action. It's almost. It's probably the stupidest thing they've had this season. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. It, it might has have been nothing okay. to do with anything else. Well, it yeah, might have been okay earlier story. in the season. Oh, but, or in another season. Yeah, yeah. but, but in, see, when you're trying to close the season out, I think that's the problem with the season is because we we all know where it's going, but and all this shit of, seems like filler. Previous seasons, this stuff could have been developed storyline arcs, and it would have been fine. Now they're just like creating filler for one episode, and you're never going to hear about it again. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we finally heard a reference to Danny, too, by the way. Yeah, Danny finally got some times. And Claudette just kind of glossed over it, didn't yeah. say anything. Which but, they're obviously not going to bring her back. I know, but at least they got reference. And she if they do, I'll gone. be really surprised. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you're right. That that storyline was a waste. Unless, unless they just bring her back for the last episode, just for. Yeah. You know, like to have her just on the set. Type so thing. she's there, yeah, yeah, for the last episode. Like well, how Corinne shows up at the barn all the time, or used yeah. to. <laughs> the only other thing to really mention this episode, I guess, is that Aceveda has figured out what. Vic did that. Pizuela was really did not commit suicide. Yeah, and that Vic is kind of that's what they're trying to get them to scratch each other's backs. Basically, what they're trying to do. So far, I'm not really seeing how Asafeda is going to have a ton of effect on the storyline. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. His position in the whole story, you know, maybe he ends up killing Vic. He keeps showing up, but maybe he keeps showing up, but. I'm not really seeing how much of an effect it has on anything. Now, I thought this was an interesting point. Um, on Twitter last week, right after the last episode, Slash Scott, the mark. Scott Cedar, Cedarland, who is a comic book writer for Pop Syndicate, posted the next morning that, is it possible that Vic is being set up by ICE with all <gasps> the Mexican cartel to be taken down? Is this holding a cover, or is, is Scott thinking too hard, which is what I posted? But Scott I, is thinking too hard. I think he's thinking too hard. I think so. You're right. It could be, but I think he's thinking too it hard. It could be. Yeah. Wouldn't that be too elaborate at this point in the game when there are two episodes left and we this show has been hitting the brakes time and time again when it should have been going full throttle? Isn't that a little too much for this show at this point? I don't know. It it could be that ICE yeah. setting him up, but I really don't see it this level. I don't see it either. Soon. I see it coming down to... It's they could, because it's really their word against his, but... I see it coming down really to... I think big, I see just an The big conflict line. is going to be Vic and Shane in the end. It's either going to be Vic and Shane in the end, head-to-head. One of them will kill the other one. Yeah. Or it's going to be Vic and Claudette with Vic getting away or Claudette finally taking him down. Yeah. I think that's going to be the two... One of, it could be both, or one or the other is going to be the big final. I think it's going to be both thing. I think like, maybe I think maybe Vic takes Shane down and then gets taken down. Maybe I bet that's how it goes For down myself. Him. But yeah, that's my personal prediction. And but maybe, we'll see. Maybe that's the thing that that gets him in the end is that he kills Shane. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's the one thing. That'll is. be the Alpha and Omega killing your <laughs> killing your strike team partners. Yeah, did that in the first episode. You know and, that that's a very good point. Maybe that's the the ultimate. <clears throat> Yeah, show. Ronnie might just be casually, or he's going to take off or something. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I could see Ronnie disappearing. Actually. Yeah, he's going to just find a Asian hooker and take off. Mm, right. Yeah, exactly. Take off to Mexico and be done with it. 
I don't know. It was to me this episode was was filler. It wasn't great. Uh, nothing really stood out about it. About how frustrating it is that we're making very little advancement on the third to last episode ever. We got two left. I expected yeah. more out of it. I thought it was okay. It would have been. A, it wasn't. The, it definitely wasn't the worst episode of the season. No, no. But yeah, it wasn't. It didn't have a ton of anything really that important. Yeah. This next the, one has the to be the only awesome. thing important really was Claudette getting hard evidence on Ronnie. Yeah. That's yeah. like the most important thing that happened. That was probably yeah the biggest advancement. And in the that's not that much. I mean, Ronnie is not. I mean, he's he's now a major character, but he's not always been a. major He's not character. the focus of the show. He's not yeah, the focus of the show. Yeah. The show so, sucks. Uh, thumbs, thumb sideways on this episode. It it was not great. It not really what I expected. Kind of sucks that for whatever reason that Lim is not in the show anymore. I don't know. Whether who knows why <laughs> they, he actually was really wrote out of the show. I but think it's it probably just part of the. Well, they showed it's probably what they had planned originally before they extended another useless season. Well, they had that part of it. They had that on the special features of season five where he died too. They were talking about that that was a plan, and everyone's upset, and he was upset. But that's that's the way the story was going to go. And then FX came in and fucked it up. Yeah, it kind of sucks that he's not going to be around. for How much more yeah, last episode? Because he was such a big part of it. How much more impactful would it have been if if last season had been? <clears throat> excuse me. The last oh, season aids. Uh, it's been the last season. Okay. Yeah. Nine one one. We need it. I, I think so. Okay. Yeah, uh, call the hearse. Um, <laughs> if last season had really, if this season had been the last season, had been season six, how much better would it have been? Would have been awesome. With Lim's, in, Lim's death really carrying the weight of the season. That would have been, been awesome. awesome. Season six was awesome. I know. They they could have added like two episodes to season six and you could have finished it out. I know. But, but FX, I, I don't blame FX for wanting more S.H.I.E.L.D., but yeah. at the same time, I kind of do. <clears throat> you know? It, yeah. When you have a set plan, you should stick to that plan and go out on a high and be acknowledged for creating one of the best series on TV of all time. Because that, despite the fact that it's limping to an end so far, it is still one of the best series on TV and possibly the best cop series on TV of all time. It's the same thing that they did to The Sopranos. They stretched it out at the end, too. Yeah, they did. They stretched it out way too far. Uh, So thumb sideways for me. Dave? We're gay. I'll say thumb sideways, too. I would say it would be a thumbs up had it been like episode five or four, but being the third to last episode, yeah, I'm actually going to have to say a thumbs down. I was disappointed. Really? This was not the advancement and the near grand finale I would have expected by the third to the last episode. Just, I mean, just think how fucking close we are to the end. You know, That's something true. big should have happened in this That's episode. True. So I say thumbs down. Well, in the next episode, uh, I'm telling you right now, if Dutch and Claudette. Have another fucking sensitive moment about her fucking lupus. I'm going to go to the head's house and kick his TV in for him. I'm hoping that's a bunch of fucking shit. I'm, I'm so the, tired of that. I want the lupus just to eat her right now. I'm so tired of. Oh, if you need to take a break, why don't you just take a break? Shut the fuck up, Dutch. Well, she kind of bit him Sh- back this episode. I know. Finally, yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, the next episode is possible kill screen, that's and uh, basically, it's Olivia, the IC agent. ICE agent joins forces with the strike team to catch Mexican drug lord, a.k.a. the big I, Mexican, Mexican, and his I, shipment. Uh, meanwhile, Dutch cleans up at Billings, and blah, 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 blah. The strike team prompts an investigation by Claudette. There's nope. no strike team! Exactly. So it doesn't matter. So, uh, call us next week. Um, I think we're planning a big uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. spectacular spectacular in the last episode with uh, Ryan the Thomas the Tank Engine. Ryan? Oh, yeah, I forgot. the name that. of our UFC fighter. Ryan, and, the Thomas the Tank, Vic Mackey might be here. He might. It's very possible. Live on air. Um, but if you watch it, 
feel free to call us and give us your opinions. Maybe one, I will try two, to pin them to the end of the show. Three, two, nine, nine, eight, two, seven. That's one, two, one, four, three, two, nine, nine, eight, two, seven. We've been in contact with Michael Chiklis, and he, right. he could be on the show. And the, We're uh, trying to work it out. We're dirt, working the details out. The dirty dead soul of Lim. <laughs> yeah, How are you guys doing today? It'd be a lot of advised. Michael yeah. Chiklis said he's going to try to get both of them he on. He said, but... you don't carry my poor. <laughs> Ask him he shall. Uh... <laughs> But if you do leave a voicemail You've that week... You hired a superhero. <laughs> exactly. That was one of the worst lines no, ever. It was, yeah. an action, well, it was an action figure, right? An action no. hero. Action, an action hero. hero. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll take your voicemail and put it at the end of the show if it's about the shield. Um, so, anyways, give us a call for anything you have, anything you want to talk about. Including show suggestions. We love you. Do we? I'll go out. We do love you. And we give thanks for the... Kinky. Breakroom at gmail.com, for all your form needs... Two and four three two nine ninety seven for your phone needs. Um, youporn.com for your porn needs. Twitter.com slash the mark for your Twitter needs. And twitter.com slash chopper dave for all your chopper dave needs. <laughs> and slash the break room. For all your break room needs. Crawlspeed.net for all your Jeep needs. <laughs> out, go, out, out, go, out. Balls hanging down, balls hanging down, balls hanging down.